0: The Anton Savage Show Saturday
1: with Nifty Business on News Talk. I love this next bit. Mary's here to get Mary O'Kane, and I met Mary last summer when I was standing in for Anton. And Mary is lecturer in psychology and early childhood education, and we're going to talk about parenting issues. And of course, at Christmas, Mary loads of parenting issues at yeah. Christmas time. <laughs> Arthur, mean, is a big thing, and we had loads of questions. But please do send us in any questions you might have if you're worried about issues about parenting. Do do contact us now. The first one. Mary has a good one. This is my husband has a much larger family than I do and they really value family time at Christmas. My problem is that my four-year-old can become very overwhelmed at these family events. We've attended two events already this year and my son is getting a reputation for being bold. And I know he will get stressed and misbehave. And my husband feels we should maintain these family traditions and his parents will be annoyed if we don't. And this per- mother says, I feel like I just can't win. What's your advice on oh, this? And Luke, a four-year-old doesn't want to go to
0: family events. I know. And look, I read it and she's saying he's getting the reputation of being the bold child. He's four. He's not bold. He's yeah. just four. And even the wording she used, overwhelmed and it's too much for him. You're know, Funny, you know the way some things develop mentally? We think, okay, we, we expect them to start to walk at a certain age. We expect them to start to talk. Self-regulation doesn't just happen. It doesn't. They have to learn it and they learn it slowly. And they learn to self-regulate through co-regulations. They need calm. They need us to be calm and they need to slowly get used to when they feel overwhelmed. Christmas is lovely for kids. Oh my yeah. gosh. Santa and toys, and aunties and uncles and all this stuff is happening. But that's That excitement can be overwhelming as well, and adults we can be so judgmental, can't we? And we were just saying, like both you and I are kids, are slightly older, and I mean, a four year old. I think sometimes as you get older, you forget what it's like
1: at four. The excitement, the enthusiasm,
0: isn't that it? And I kind of figure they've done two already. You know, and I get tradition. Oh my gosh, I was watching um, Fiddler on the Roof the other day on the TV. I don't know if you saw it, but the papa wanted the tradition and his daughters couldn't, you know, cope with his traditions. We have to change traditions when children come along, and these are little children. So you've done your two, and I know the whole idea of ringing in New Year's. Do you know what a lot of parents with little ones have told me that they do? A little bit sneaky here, but you know the way in Australia, because the time difference, they're ringing in the new year earlier. Yeah. So sometimes we can have about 10, 9, 8, maybe a slightly different time yeah, zone, yeah. but we're all getting involved in it. She could go over earlier to the family, ring in the new year earlier. But, you know, I think I'd ask my husband to have a quick word with the in-laws. Yeah. And just remind them. Manage you know, expectations. There will be a bit of excitement. So, yes, yeah. and he's, he's just communicating that he's overwhelmed. He's not. Bold. Nothing bold. If, yeah. No, give them a little bit of grace. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Yeah.
1: Now another one highly relevant. Uh, my our ten-year-old has heard about New Year resolutions and wants us all to have some. Is it a good way to introduce the idea of goal setting? <laughs> goal setting? Or is it too early at 10? Should a ten-year-old have new year resolutions is That's
0: the funny. Now Luke, this one I thought, oh my gosh, I've never done that when my kids were young. But I thought, isn't that a clever idea? The only thing about New Year's resolutions is, you know, sometimes they can be um, a little bit negative. So you know, the New Year, we're already we're thinking, oh my gosh, and should I try to lose weight? Should I try and, and we're nearly thinking about depriving ourselves. And I, I don't like when New Year's resolutions have that negative focus. If we can present them in a positive way, I think this is a great idea. If they were fun resolutions yeah. and, and do you know, what I often think with kids, we talk about goal setting, like. And, I mean, the word goal setting, I know it's a nice thought behind it for for a 10-year-old. But if we said, let's have family resolution, so we do something fun. And, you know, I think most of us think... I wish I had more time with my kids. Like, If you think, okay, what would I like to do? I'd like to have more family time. Maybe something like family time. Or even um, we're going to try new foods every week or a new recipe and we'll all cook together as a family. To do something that's not um, demanding yeah. or negative. But I love the idea of having... It's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. You to even take up a new sport or something. A fun resolution. Yep. So, I mean, yay. I, I think that's a great idea
1: go for it but avoid goal setting maybe because it's a bit too serious it's for its just tenure. just a negative... Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just
0: want, don't want it to be a we have to do this and we fail if we don't manage it. Yeah. You know, we don't want that idea behind yeah. it.
1: Now the next one, we can all relate to this, certainly in my case. Um, my boys are in their 20s, mind you, but years ago this is the case. <laughs> my kids received far too many selection boxes. Right <laughs> Is the while well, we let them at it for a few days after the 25th, they're looking for other selection boxes on a daily basis, So that's a bit serious, isn't it? You know, how can we explain chocolate is a treat to be had once or twice a week? They are now sneaking it every chance they get. They're seven and nine. So here we have a parent driven demented by selection boxes,
0: driven mad, and it did make me laugh as well. We let them at it for a few days, isn't that Christmas? You're, oh, just let them at it. Yep, they can have whatever they want. I think a lot of families will relate to this one. At seven and nine, they're Actually, old enough now as we're coming out of the Christmas period to maybe talk about a bit of balance and health. So it's not you must not have chocolate, it's like the resolutions. You don't want it to be this negative thing chocolate is bad no, it's not. Chocolate no. is something. But let's have balance. So you have your bit of chocolate maybe after you've done your, your family walk or your walk on the beach whatever. But you know what I did think as well? Maybe next year, a bit earlier, is the time, if you have maybe a very big family or lots of friends, give them, to maybe say to relations and things, look, would you mind not giving not them, bringing not one? The, not yeah. the selection yeah. box, anything else, but maybe not so many, but they've built up that many, you yeah. kind of think, yeah. 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 But yeah, exactly. but yeah Christmas time is the time for having a bit of fun though as well
1: isn't it well, it strikes me as very so Christmas can be tough for kids in a sense because they're out of their routines oh, they're getting yes. very excited they're eating too much chocolate whatever it is yeah. so I can imagine they can be fraught <laughs> and,
0: and families think of families even Christmas time Luke and you know what I think sometimes we have this expectation of the perfect Christmas and I'm rushing around particularly as mothers I think take a lot of the emotional load on here and we run around we're getting all this food and we're getting everything and we want everything to be perfect and then if things don't go perfectly or if a child is upset or overwhelmed, we start to see it as a reflection on our parenting. And then we start to get stressed. And yeah. it's like I was saying about co-regulation with kids. They need us to be the ports in the storm. They need us to be the calm. You've had a few glasses of champagne yeah. and the turkey is burnt. And suddenly everybody in the house is stressed. So yeah. maybe we need to have giving all of ourselves a little Yeah. yeah that's
1: now, a it. slightly more serious one. Um, my son has school anxiety. And coming up to Christmas, it got especially bad. Attending uh, secondary two to three days per week, not the full week. He had issues in the past and saw a private therapist who helped so much. His school is very academic with a strict culture, which might be contributing to the issue. We're now thinking of homeschooling. Now, this is becoming more and more common in primary school, for example. Yeah. School anxiety. And What's the advice on this one?
0: This one is huge. Absolutely huge. And I think since COVID, I think some children who maybe weren't particularly anxious about school before COVID became anxious. Then there were children who maybe were struggling with anxiety. They did um, schooling, they were at home and they enjoyed lockdown and they struggled to get back. This is so common. What I would say to this parent is sometimes we think just force them in, just ram them in the door and demand them. That floods their brains. It just leaves them so overwhelmed they cannot cope. If a child is really, really stressed and anxious, they can't learn. We know they need to be calm. They need to feel um, comfortable. They need to feel safe. That's what they need to feel. And if it doesn't feel safe in that environment, can I just recommend a book, actually, Luke? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not about um, school anxiety, but it's a really good book. And it's called The Opposite of Worry by a man called Lawrence Cohen. Really good book. The opposite of worry is actually play. But he, he really talks about anxiety in it. And I think it might be helpful for the parent to get a get a feel for what's yeah. happening inside her son's brain. But gently, gently, do you know another thing that can really help? If they get one teacher, uh, one really good teacher who is the safe space in right. school. So the child always knows if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I have that one teacher. But baby, baby steps. Maybe try and get him in for his favourite class, his favourite teacher, and um, even for the base class in the morning, for PE, but gently, 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 but an attitude of, and sometimes schools do say, you, you just have to man up yeah. and force them in. Well, no, 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 no.
1: That's my memory. When I was a child, there was no option. You had to go to school. Oh. If, you, if you said to your mother, oh, I don't want to go to school, they made you go to school, didn't they? I it can be, that can be a bit negative as well, I imagine. Uh, so, you know, Luke, so it's, it's probably a, a balancing act, isn't that's it? That's exactly
0: yeah. it. It's a really funny one because once they start not going, yeah. that then becomes, we always say with that anxiety, avoidance is a really easy trap to fall into. Yeah. You avoid what makes you anxious and you think, oh, I feel so much better. I feel such relief. But by avoiding what's making you anxious and yeah. you're not facing up to it, it becomes more anxiety provoking. Right. But now that he's out and and he's not going. Yeah. It's gently, gently, gently to yeah. get him back yeah. in. And
1: the schools, I presume, are aware of all this, by the way. But I can imagine going back after after Christmas is gonna to be tough for this pair, isn't it? Can so you know,
0: can I be honest with you, Luke? I think going back after Christmas can be tough for a lot of kids. Funny, I, I always post in September online about back to school stuff. Yeah. And I found since COVID, if actually my social media, I'm Dr. Mary O'Kane on social media. If there are other parents whose children are nervous about going back, I launch into it right. over the next week or so because... For, for children who maybe aren't unable to go, they can still become very anxious. And there's yeah. lots of trips, tricks for, you can use to help.
1: Yeah. One other one, um, which is a, a one I find quite amusing. I find it hard to get my 15-year-old son to open up to me. We only ever talk about mundane things. Now, isn't this standard for a 15-year-old <laughs> yeah. son? And then how would you suggest I encourage him to chat to me more about what's going on in his life? Now, there, there's a tricky one. Oh,
0: At 15, your goal in life is to escape your parents. It's to move on. And your peers become so much more. And those really strong attachments with parents that are really, really important when they're little... They change, but that's natural. That's really, really normal. And it's not that, Oh, and, you know, you get the side eye or the roll in the eyes to heaven and you, you start to take it personally. But it's really natural that they start to move away. Yeah. And if you become, okay, now I have to get the information out of them. And you're sitting there and you're asking questions. So tell me what happened last night. How, who are you with? How did you get on? Who like said what? Who was there? Yes. And it's just like they're allergic to that. Do you know what I find can help sometimes? Offer to give them a lift. So uh, say yeah. he's going somewhere. Say... Oh, pet, I'm giving away my tricks. I hope my kids aren't listening. If he's offering to go somewhere, say to him, Oh, come on, I'll give you a lift. He's not facing you I'm going for a walk with him. He doesn't have to look in your yeah. eye and you're just driving along casually. Ah, oh, so how are things going? Silence yeah. and let him gently, let, gently, let, let him open begin to up. speak. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words,
1: don't worry is the message here. It's yeah, natural fit. for the 15. Don't worry,
0: for- yeah. Very
1: good, Mary, as ever. Thank you very much. That's Mary O'Kane, lecturer in psychology and early childhood education, and a very happy new year. Oh, you too, Luke. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.